0: Today is more than just a position in an organization. It's also a mix of proven practices that produce results. Welcome to ADESIS Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak ADESIS. Our program will bring you the how and why of successfully led businesses or organizations with not for profit goals and how you can apply the ADESIS methodology and make it work for you. Now, here is Dr. Ishak ADESIS.
1: Hello, this is Ishak Adizas and I'm very happy to be back and to share with you my 40 some years of experience of helping organizations to be better managed for exceptional results and I uh, again direct all of you to look at the website www.adesus.com and spelling A, D like in David, I, Z like in Zebra, E, Edward, S, Sam, And you'll see testimonials that this is a real methodology. It has been tested in the field uh, in 52 countries, in companies that's from startup to some of the largest on earth, the fortune 50 worldwide. Uh, in any industry you can imagine... So this is not uh, something I have dreamt about in a library or in my living room. It is uh, tested. And there are testimonials from real people, real companies with real names to attest to it. And what does it mean to be more successful, exceptional results? It's not only economic results. Although some companies have grown from 12 million to 4 billion organically, Um, it's not uh, just uh, financial results. It is that it's a better place to work, that people want to go to work, that people really don't want to leave the company because they don't want to join another company that's not managed this way. And I want to share with you what does it mean this way. I'm not a consultant. My role is not to consult. Consultants give advice. They claim that they know more than the client. Uh Uh-uh. My job is, I'm really in the job to help organizations heal themselves. So you might call me more of an organizational healer. My job is to give to the organization the tools, the concepts, the theoretical framework, which they can use in order to treat themselves. And that means to make the organization healthy. It will be something like hygienic medicine. I don't give you any pills. I don't give you any supplements. I create the conditions by the right eating, healthy, sleeping, and exercise, whatever. Conditions of health for the body to repair itself. For the body to be healthy and proactively avoid being sick. So my job is to help organizations stop being mismanaged and start being managed. Now how the heck do we do that? How do we do that? Well, in the previous segments, the last three weeks, I covered a lot of material. And I already told you then that the role of management is to solve problems, problems that are caused by change. Anytime there is change, problems will appear. And the role of management is to decide what to do about it and then to go and implement the decision. Unfortunately, some people. Decided they don't do anything about it. Well, obviously they're not managing very well. Some people implement the wrong decisions. That is also pretty bad. Good management is to make good decisions and implement them. Easier said than done. Don't you agree with me? How many of us decided to go on a diet and then um, we didn't do it? Or you made a decision to be a better person, much nicer person. Well, not so easy to do it, is it? So what do we do? What do we do? Let's go and cover the subject of change, which is the source of it all. Why are there problems when there is change? Why? And the only place where there is no problems is the cemetery because you're dead. Nothing is happening there. As a matter of fact, the higher is the rate of change, the more problems you're going to have. I declined in the software business. They grew from very little to $180 million very fast. And they said, Oh, we have so many problems. I said, What do you expect? The higher is the rate of change, the more problems you're going to have. So slow down. But it's not a good solution either, is it? Because when will you have no problems when you're dead? So, slowing down is like committing suicide. That's like a mathematical model. So, in order to learn how to manage change correctly, which you cannot stop, nobody has succeeded to stop change. Although they tried. All these religious radicals, whether it's radical Jews or Christians or, or Muslims, try to stop, to slow down change. Too many problems. But Throughout history, nobody succeeded to stop change. So what to do? How do we manage change then? How do we manage change? In order to manage change, we have to first discuss why problems arise when there is change. Why? So we understand it. And it is why. Everything in this world, everything in this world is a system. What does it mean? There's many components that are interrelated. Organic systems. Everything is a system. Even the the stars are a system. Why? There is an interrelationship between them, and that's why physicists are capable of sending spaceships, because they can predict how the space will behave. It's a system. You are a person, you are a system. A community is a system. A company is a system. Please, everything is a system. Now, by definition, a system is composed of subsystems. And a subsystem is composed of subsystems again. It's like those Russian dolls. You open one, you see another one in. You open that one, there's another one in. And in the case of human systems or physiological systems, it looks like there is no end. The more you open, the further down you go, there is another subsystem under it. Now what I found out is that whenever there is change, the subsystems do not change in unison. They don't change together. Some change faster than others. Example, you as a person. Depends who looks at you, you know, but uh, uh, a doctor will say, well, you have the the blood whatever it's called the, the nervous system and then you have the muscular subsystem and then you have the bone subsystem etc 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 let's look at it in my way now you are composed of the physiological the physical subsystem emotional subsystem intellectual subsystem and spiritual subsystem and there might not be changing in unison. Somebody might be 40 years old because he was born 40 years ago, and physiologically he is more or less what a 40-year-old person will be. But maybe intellectually, by great exposure, travel, learning, experiences, that person is much older than 40 years. They say it's an old soul, don't you say that? There's a lot of knowledge, wisdom, much better than 40 years old will have. Or you can look at a 17-year-old kid, much more mature, we say, for them, their age. So while you're 40 years old, physiologically, physically, let's say 70 years old, intellectually, emotionally, maybe you're still a teenager. And that's why your spouse says, when are you going to grow up? And now with the nonsense you're doing, I mean, enough, Much, grow up! So you have 40 physically, 70 intellectually and 17 emotionally and maybe spiritually you're not born yet. That creates problems, doesn't it not? That's why we say this guy is falling apart. He does not have it together. Whenever we get upset, we get worried about somebody, what do we say? This person is falling apart. This company is falling apart. This country is falling apart, don't we? This person is coming unglued. Do you realize what's happening here? What I'm telling you, I'm saying the following thing. Whenever there is change, necessarily so, unless we do something about it, unless you do something about it, there is going to be disintegration. The cause, I'm making a very strong statement here, I'm going to shout it almost because I don't want it to be lost. The cause of all problems is disintegration. If you have problems in your marriage, something is falling apart caused by change. If you have problems in piping in your house, something is falling apart because of change. The problem is with your car, same thing. The problem is in your company, same thing. The problem is in a country, same thing. Disintegration caused by change is the cause of all problems we have. I'm making a very strong statement here. I challenge you to look at all your problems and ask yourself, what's happening? Something has fallen apart something has changed. If you go to a doctor because you have a medical problem, what's the doctor going to look for? What has changed? What has fallen apart? That's how he does his diagnosis. Let me summarize this part. All change causes disintegration. And disintegration is manifested in what we call problems. Our problems are nothing more than a manifestation of disintegration. Once we understand that, then we'll know what to do and how to do in order to deal with these problems.
0: Bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. The Adesis Management Methodology increases the speed at which organizations are able to implement change and solve their problems. The methodology introduces an innovative process, culture, and system that allow organizations to achieve dramatic growth in both revenue and profits. Build your success from within. Adesis Management Methodology is delivered by the Adesis Institute with offices worldwide. Introducing a new management paradigm. Visit www.adesis.com for the Adesis Institute today. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The ADESIS Speakers Bureau can present the ADESIS methodology and its approach to harnessing the power of change to your top management team. The presentations, either in person or via a live video hookup, can be delivered in a two-, four-, or six-hour format. Participants can derive immediate benefit from the material and put their new knowledge to use right away. For luncheons, corporate retreats, and strategic planning meetings presented in a variety of languages, Visit www.adesis.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to ADESIS Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak ADESIS. If you have a question or comment about the program, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to yolanda at adesis.com, spelled A like America, D like Denmark, I like Israel, Z like in Zambia, E like in Ecuador, and S like Spain. Now, back to the program.
1: This integration is the source of all problems. What is the solution then? Integration. That's what your garage man does when you bring the car because you have a problem. He diagnoses what has fallen apart and then he tries to put it back together. That's what your plumber does. And that's what a psychotherapist is supposed to do. Side remark, unfortunately, that is not what medical doctors do. The traditional medical doctors. Taking all these drugs does not necessarily bring you together. Be very careful. That's why they all have side effects. They treat one disease and create another one. It's much much better to live healthy. That will be another subject for another program. Right now, let me continue. Anytime you solve a problem, listen to me carefully now, anytime you solve a problem, what is happening? Your solution is creating more change. It is a cause of the next generation of change. Do you realize that? Every solution is a source of change. And what does it do? Create the next problem. Oh, I remember myself. When I was lying in bed one morning, four o'clock in the morning. That's the hour of the wolf, it's called. When you're really wondering what is life about and what to do and ta da ta And I was asking myself, when is it going to be over, you know? When is it going to, when I'm going to stop having problems? And then I realized, when are you going to stop having problems? We already covered this material in the previous segment. When you're dead. Life means having continuous problems. As a matter of fact, you know what growing is? Having bigger problems that you can handle. Some people believe by having less problems, less problems, less problems, that they're growing. No, 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 you're dying. Tell me the problem that you're contending with and I'll tell you how big you are. Small people deal with small problems. Who drives what car, who is what kind of a color in the kitchen, you know, <laughs> little problems. Who said what to whom? Rumors. Gossip. Small people. Big people worry about big problems. Education of our children, the future of mankind, the future of civilization. Where are we going? Tell me what are the problems you're dealing with and I'll tell you how big you are. But in order to be bigger, you have to remove the small problems first. Not to pay attention, you know. Either remove them or not, don't bother you. What do you focus on? And now notice, every time you solve a problem, you create the next problem. Oh, I hate being single. I hate being single. Oh, so many problems being single. Good. Get married. What's happening now? Oh, I saw problems of being married now. Okay, I'm getting divorced. Oh my God, I have so many problems being a divorcee. Welcome to the club. How do you know which solution is the right one? Aha. If all problems are caused by disintegration, then what is the therapy? What is the solution? What is the medicine? Integration. So always ask yourself the question, is my solution leading to more disintegration or to less disintegration? Am I healing or am I further breaking down? Now pay attention to the word healing. H-E-A-L. You know where it comes from? From the word whole, W-H-O-L-E. To heal means to make it together, to, to bring it together, to integrate. That's why psychologists will tell you wholeness, oneness, or illness. Are you together or not? When we are impressed with somebody, what do we say? This guy has it all together. This family has it all together. This country has it all together, huh? And when we are worried, what do we say? He's falling apart. This family is falling apart. This country is falling apart. Does America have problems? For sure, guys. We are falling apart. The fighting between the parties in the Congress We didn't have that in the past. It's getting worse and worse and worse. This is our biggest problem. All the others are manifestations of the problem. Okay, now we continue. Change causes disintegration. And the antidote is integration. Whoops, we have a problem now. If you're an entrepreneur and you're always working about how to integrate, how are you going to build the business? An entrepreneur, a good CEO, a good leader, must swim against the stream. What does it mean? If it's falling apart, put it together. If it's together, Break it apart. Ha ha! Do you see that? Starting a new business, starting a new market, starting a new product. Is that going to create problems? You bet. Anything new creates disintegration. Then what do you do next? Bring it together. Break it apart. Bring it together. Break it apart. Bring it together. That's called building a business. If you only try to keep harmony, you're not going anywhere. They're only growing without harmony. What's going to happen? Eventually, it will fall apart. You have to do both. Whoops, here is a catch. Usually, people that break things up do not know how to bring it together. And those that know how to bring it together do not like to break things apart because they're creating more work for themselves. Building a business building a country, building anything, guys, is like digging for gold in a mine. If you only dig, 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 and do not pay attention to what's happening behind you, the whole mine can collapse on you and you will stop digging, you will die. You need somebody to put an infrastructure to keep the mine open as you're digging. Building a business is like building a high-rise, Let's assume you have a foundations for three floors. you build three floors. and now the business is very good. there is a shortage of real estate. and wow, we need to build the fourth and the fifth and the sixth floor. God forbid you do that. because if you do that on foundations of three floors, what's going to happen? It's going to collapse. So what do you need to do first, reinforce the foundations. But there is no money in foundations. It's only an expense. Yeah, but you're building it to make money in the future. You need to integrate and, di- and disintegrate, you might call it, at the, either in the right sequence or at the same time. It's like a stair function. You go up, then you go sideways. You go up, and then you go sideways. You build, 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 integrate. Build, 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 integrate. Build, 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 build integrate. If you're only building, eventually you're going to be like the space syndrome expanding on the margin, collapsing at the core. I've seen so many companies grow, 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 and one day, boom, the whole thing falls apart. The whole thing falls apart. Why? Because the foundations were not there. The company was only looking at the outside and not paying attention to the inside. But it's very difficult. You know, entrepreneurs that look at the outside hate to look at the inside. They say, oh, this structure, budgets, discipline. Oh, my God, I don't want to. Give me a new strategic outlook. Give me a new business. Give me a new direction. Give me a new strategic alliance, you know. That's what they're excited about. That's what the business is. All the others is just a bother. They say, just a waste of time. Wrong. And the guy is only looking at the inside. Discipline, organization, administration, systems, order is going to have a very well-organized disaster. The company is going broke, but on time. So what do we need for successful business? Sustainable, successful business. A complementary team. That's what I like about democracy. You need both the conservative and the liberal. We need the Republicans and the Democrats. We need them both. We need a disagreement because they are complementary. A Prime Minister, I won't mention his name, that was was my client, said to me, you Americans are very smart. You have both parties. The Republicans build the business, then the Democrats share it between everybody. If there were only the the Republicans, you will have a big problem between those that haven't and have not. If you have only the Democrats, (laughs) everybody will share, but it will not be growing. So you kind of uh, go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Do you see the complementary team? You know what a good business is? A complementary marriage. That's why it's also called the mama-papa store. One takes care of new products, new opening a new store, you know, pricing, pushing the business. The other one takes care of the books. And tells to the client, come tomorrow. He is a little bit crazy today. Everything is fine, you know, putting the people together. Show me a well-managed system. And I will show you a complementary thing. And I'm telling you nothing you don't know. Look at whom did you marry, if you're married. You married a person that has the strength in what you're weak. As a matter of fact, you fell in love with your own weaknesses that the other person exhibits as a strength. But what happens when we have a complementary team based on differences? What happens? We all know conflict, conflict, and we cannot stand the differences. As a matter of fact, if you ask people, why are you getting divorced? Because. So why did you get married? Because. And what it is? Same because. The differences attract, and then they drive you nuts. How to handle conflict in the next segment.
0: Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. Learn about applying the Adesis methodology in your organization's decision-making process. Our comprehensive training programs include a three-day introduction to the Adesis methodology, Breakthrough to Prime, and Leading Highly Effective Teams, a detailed seven-day seminar. The seminars are valuable for corporate leaders, key executives, and others involved in the decision-making process. Our trainings are available around the world and in multiple languages. For more information about these and other training programs available, please visit adesis.com.
1: Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts.
0: Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Join the Adesis Graduate School for online master's and Ph.D. programs. Get involved with in-depth research into how change can be managed on many levels across disciplines and cultures worldwide. The clinical programs train practitioners with methods that have been used with exceptional results by certified Adesis associates and clients for decades core concepts include the proven Adesis theory and spiral dynamics an emerging theory of human social evolution for more information go to School.org. from the boardroom to you voice america business network You are listening to Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. If you have a question or comment about the program, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to yolanda at com. Spelled A like America, D like Denmark, I like Israel, Z like in Zambia, E like in Ecuador, and S like Spain.
1: Now, back to the program. Okay, so for those that just joined, let me summarize. To manage means to solve problems. If you don't have any problems, then what are you managing? <laughs> There's nothing to manage. Well, management is necessary because there is change. That's why all those anarchists that are against the government, expecting that everything goes organically by itself. Good luck, okay? Good luck. Whenever there is change, <laughs> there are problems, and those problems need to be solved. Need to be solved. So the role of management, of gov- of government, of, of leadership, of parenting, to me, they're the same thing. Just different names to the same phenomenon. It is to handle problems that are caused by change. It's indispensable, necessary, and no matter how hard we try, we cannot get rid of it. The only question is how to make it work right, how to make it functional. And here it is. You have to decide to make good decisions and implement. And not deciding is deciding. You're deciding not to decide, which is (laughs) a decision in itself. So you're constantly deciding whenever there is change. And I said, in order to decide, in order to manage, in order to implement, you can't do it all alone. Some things you can do alone. I mean, you don't need help to go to the bathroom unless you're very sick and very old. But the higher is the specialization, the more developed the country is, the more the interdependencies and we covered it in the last week's seminar, workshop, whatever it is, this one-hour lesson, class, whatever. The higher, the more developed the country is, the more specialization, the more interdependency, and the more you need others in order to manage well. So the system has to work, you can't do it all by yourself. I'm repeating this because there is this utopian expectation, you know, or not just expectation, erroneous analysis. When something is going wrong, who did it? We look for the who. Oh, the President of the United States. Who is, a, is bad? The guy is a failure, is a wimp, he cannot... It's not a problem of who. The problem is what is wrong in the system. Don't try to personify. Some problems can be personified. Yes, it can be. If that person is in control. Then it is his problem. We covered that material last week or two weeks ago. But you know, there are very few problems that you can solve alone. You cannot solve the problems of your marriage by yourself. You cannot solve the problems you have with your children by yourself, can you? You need the cooperation of others. It is not my problem, it is our problem. We have a problem. It's a pre-problem. Most of the problems are not problems in this world. They are pre-problems. Again, I direct you to my last week's uh, speech. So what does it mean? We need others who are different, who complement us, because we don't have it all. Now, this is an innovation, pardon me, and I want to emphasize it. What I'm really telling you, and I'm going to shout because I want to be sure that you hear me, the ideal manager, executive, leader, spouse, uh, whatever, does not exist. Good luck. Keep looking. Does not exist. Why? Because nobody is perfect. What needs to be done to make an organization effective and efficient in the short and in the long run to make it healthy, to be make it well managed. Subject we'll cover in next sessions. No single individual can do. We always get enchanted by somebody. Ah, Jack Welsh, He was a top executive. Oh, Yakoka yeah, was a top Because we don't know them. Get closer. Talk to their immediate subordinates. You're going to find uh, not so... Don't get so hot. What does it mean? Even Steve Jobs. They all have tremendous advantages. But they also have disadvantages. Nobody is perfect. There is no perfect flower. Do you realize? After a day or two, it's not so perfect anymore. There is no perfect spouse. Good luck to find one perfect child, perfect parent. Why? Because of change. Things change. Somebody told me a very interesting thing. He says, if you have a problem with your wife, let's say, or your husband in your marriage, just wait two days. <laughs> it doesn't look so bad after two days. And by the way, if you are very happy, don't hold your breath either. <laughs> wait two days. It's going to... Life is a in... roller, what's going on? Up and down or or whatever it's called. That's what life is. So, if you're expecting only to go up, don't be surprised you're going to go down. And when you go down, it will go up. Go for the ride. We need a complementary team. A complementary team means people are different. And now what we are going to cover is who are those people we need in order to make good decisions? What is that complementary marriage? What is that complementary team? Or, like they call it in the East, the yin yang energies have to be together. You need to have a complementary diet, by the way. Not only fruit, and not only vegetables, and not only meat, and not only. Comp- everything is complementary. Do you realize that? But how do you build it? How do you cook that complementary meal? How do you put these components together? Now that's what we're going to cover now. What I need you now is... I suggest you take a piece of paper and write down what I'm saying because I'm going to give you a code and once you learn this code, you're going to be extremely powerful in diagnosing problems and in solving problems. This code has been tested And this code has been actually tested in 52 countries in systems from startup all the way to biggest company on earth and even to governments. And now I'm looking at it, how to use it in personal relations and in family. It's in other words a unifying theory. It's a unified theory. Ready? What is a well-managed company? What is a well-managed company? What is a well-managed system? Not just a company. A marriage is a system. A country is a system. Any system in order to say to be well-managed, or to call it healthy, to be good, whatever word makes you satisfied. In order to be well-managed, to be good, to be well-performing, what does it need? to be healthy. It needs to be effective and efficient in the short and the long run. What am I telling you? You know how well the system is operating by the results it produces. If the company is effective and efficient now and forever, what else do you want? It's a pretty good system, isn't it? Nothing is missing. And please pay attention that this definition of a healthy system well-operating system is independent of culture, goes to any culture, independent of industry, any industry, for-profit, non-for-profit, for uh, for any size of an organization, with any value system. It applies to how you run Auschwitz, unfortunately, or how you run Maria Teresa's Order of Nuns. The same thing. So it is value-free. The definition here is value-free. Why am I telling you that? Because there are all kinds of theories that say, oh, this way to manage applies only for profit. It does not apply to non-for-profit. It does not apply to non-governmental agencies. Aha! Uh-huh. it does not apply to government. No, no, no. I'm giving you a definition that applies to any system, anywhere, with any values. Whether we are talking about a family, a hospital, a government, police, or Auschwitz, the same thing. Now in order to be effective and efficient you have to define the words, what do they mean? Because in some languages, and I don't know which countries are listening to this speech, the words do not exist in translation. So I want to cover that now. In Russia for instance, effective means efficient. And what we call effective they call resultative result-oriented, and in Hebrew, They have the word efficient, but they don't have the word effective. Uh, They call it purposeful, but it's really not it. You will see that, that the words are really messed up. So we have to really slowly here clarify what do we mean by the words we use. Or at least what do I mean by the words I use, so that we can communicate. Ready? That will cover in the next section. What does it mean to be effective and what does it mean to be efficient? See you soon.
0: the market's up or down or if you're looking to improve your portfolio our experts are ready to talk to you call now toll free 866-472-5790 that's 866-472-5790 voice america business network dr ishak adesis is one of the leading management experts in the world he has written 14 books that address the challenges facing top management Books by Dr. Adesis can be found in 24 languages. They can be purchased at the Odesis store at www.adesis.com or on Amazon.com. Electronic versions are now available for three of the books, with more to come. These books reflect over 40 years of study in the fields of management and organizational change. Pick up a copy of one of the books for yourself or as a gift today. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Top Leaf is a turnkey management development curriculum that consists of a set of 20- to 30-minute videos presented by Dr. Ishak Adesis, creator of the methodology and founder of the Adesis Institute. The Adesis methodology is considered by many to be a solid foundation for all organizational development. The Top Leaf curriculum is made up of three programs. Top Leaf can be used by individuals, by organizations, and by trainers and consultants looking for new content to offer their clients. For more information about Top Leaf, visit www.adesis.com. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. If you have a question or comment about the program, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to yolanda at adesis.com spelled A like America, D like Denmark, I like Israel, Z like in Zambia, E, like in Ecuador, and S, like Spain. Now, back to the program.
1: Okay, so what does it mean to be effective? What does it mean to be effective? What does it mean to be efficient? I think we know what it means, short run and long run. Uh, How short is short and how long is long depends on the industry, depends where you are. Um, I suggest to you, Long means, how long does it take you to implement your decision? That's how long you have to plan for it. So that's what long means. Well, let's define effective and efficient first. What I discovered about 40-some years ago, 44 years ago as a matter of fact, that was for my doctoral dissertation. And I was lucky. I was like that British doctor that was sent, that was on a boat for a long time in open seas. And then, it is, and then people were deprived of vitamin C and he discovered the relationship between vitamin C and scurvy. I was, I was doing a research from a doctor's dissertation of Yugoslavia. 1967, and in Yugoslavia, they tried to find a new system of of, of running the country and companies which was neither communist nor capitalist, it was a third way called self-management, industrial democracy. So I want to study that, and I've written two books about the subject, still in print from the Disney Institute, if you're interested, and I discovered something very interesting. Why will industrial democracy in Yugoslavia fail, which it did? Why so many cooperative movements finally go bankrupt? Why the kibbutz movement went south? What's going on here? Well, I discovered what you might call the four vitamins that make a system healthy, sustainably healthy. And now I would like you to write it down because that will be how you are going to be following my lecture. Otherwise, it's going to be an an alphabetical soup. I discovered the four vitamins, or if you want, you can call them the four roles that need to be performed in an organization in order for the organization to be healthy. And uh, I'm proud to say that this theory of mine that I developed has been used, and we helped companies grow sustainably from 12 million to 4 billion, companies from capitalization of 250 million to 3 billion, and you can find all these testimonials on on the website, adizes.com. Testimonials of name of companies and names of CEOs that are saying that. So this is a tested methodology, this is not something I've been dreaming about. And also, I got recognition, thanks God, for what I developed here. I have now 14 honorary doctorates from 14 different universities, 10 different countries, um, even from the Academy of Economics of Russia. So, it's getting recognition all over the world. So, you are in good home here, good company. I'm not just selling you something I think it's good, but something that I know it's good. What are those four vitamins, and once you learn them, you have almost a diagnostic and a therapeutic tool in your hands. If you look at the company, you see the problems, you're going to say, aha, this vitamin is missing. You see? You become like a doctor. Then if you know how to inject, quote unquote, the missing vitamin, you can make the company to be healthy again, can't you? So what are those four vitamins? What makes an organization effective is a vitamin P. Write it down so you can see it. P, and then on the right of it, at some distance, write the word effective. A will make the organization efficient. E, in English E, not Serbian E, not Spanish E. Okay, so we'll be sure that we understand we're talking here English. E, like Edward, will make the organization Effective in the long run I will make the organization efficient in the long run Now let's cover and understand those roles And I don't I think at this session we are going to cover probably only two of them and then next week the other two What does effective mean and as I told you some languages don't have a direct translation What does effective mean? Well, look at the pen you're holding in your hand. You just wrote with it. Is this pen effective, or pencil? Is it effective? Yes. Why? Because it wrote. If it didn't write, it was not effective, right? And what does it mean? It provided the needed service. It satisfied the needs. That's why the letter P stands for to produce the desired results. Produce the desired results. That's the letter P, which is the first letter in the word produce or provide. That is what makes you effective. Let me ask you a question. What is the need? What is the purpose? We can look at the letter P as the word purpose. Fulfilling the purpose. What is the purpose of a business organization? What is the purpose? Why does it exist? Well, many of you are going to say, profits, letter P. The purpose is to make profits. And let me scream by telling you, not true. Major mistake. Profit is at the bottom of this chart you just wrote at the bottom, below P-A-E-I, if you wrote it in a vertical line. You will make profits if you're effective and efficient in the short run. You'll be short run profitable. And if you do E and I, you'll be profitable in the long run. So be sustainably profitable, you have to do P-A-E-I, which means what? Profit is a result of being well managed. cannot be the purpose. Because if you make it as a purpose, then it is like playing tennis but watching the scoring board. You're not watching the ball. What does any trainer in sports tell the team? Don't pay attention to the score. Do your best. Do your best. The game is not over. Do your best. Some people play not by watching the ball. They play tennis, not by watching the ball. What are they watching? The scoring board. These are your financial managers, unfortunately. The guys have nothing, know nothing about management. They only know how to read financial statements, how to analyze financial statements. And they start saying, they're not profitable enough. Cut this, do this. Don't manage by profits, manage for profits. I just played these words here, but this is very significant framing of how you think. Manage for profits, but not by profits. What should you do in tennis? Follow the ball, hit the ball, follow the ball, hit the ball. And if you follow and hit the ball better than the competition, you will win. Do you realize what happened to profits? It's a result of managing well. So what the purpose? The purpose is to be well managed. And the reward for being well-managed is profits. Now please realize that this theory, this this theoretical framework, conceptual framework, applies also to any system, not just organizations that are for profit. How about a political party? Well, provide the needs efficiently and you will be re-elected in the short run. Do the long run E and I, and you will be re-elected in the long run. So staying in power is a result of well-managing, not the purpose of. If it's the purpose of, you may make bad decisions just to stay in power, which unfortunately some politicians do. Manage well, and you will get the result. Whether it's health, it also applies to health. Eat right, sleep, rest. Etc., which will be another subject which we are going to cover in the future. And you'll be healthy. Manage your life for health, not by health. If you do it by health, you'll be a hypochondriac. So, what are those results that you're supposed to produce? What are the results you're supposed to produce? What does it mean to provide the needs, to produce? What is the purpose then? The letter P. Well, look around, please look around. Look at your pen. It writes, it's effective. What will happen to this pen if, if it's a pencil, it broke down, let's say. If it's a pen, ball, pen, pen, uh, let's just marker. let's assume it was in the sun for a long time and it dried up. So you can't write now. It does not write for whatever reason but you can scratch your head with it. Is this marker or this pen or this pencil effective now? You can scratch your head with it. The answer should be no, it is not effective. Why? Because it was not designed to scratch your head. Everything has a purpose. The purpose of a pencil is not to be chewed on. It is to write. The purpose of a marker is not to scratch your head with or to throw it at somebody. It is to write. Everything has a purpose. Now look around, please. Look at the desk you're sitting at. It has a purpose for you to write on. Look at the chair you're sitting on. It has a purpose for you to sit on it. Look at the light above your head. It has a purpose to lead the room. Everything has a purpose. There is a purpose for you too, my friend, whoever you are. There is a purpose. And if you believe in God, like you designed the pen to write, God also designed you to do something. There is a purpose for your existence. There is a purpose for your existence. And if you don't believe in God, okay, how many times have you Ask yourself, why am I on this earth? What the hell do I do with my life? What will make me happy? Why am I miserable? There is a way to find out. I would like to give you the tip that I found out myself. When I fulfill the purpose why I exist, I'm inspired. And what does the word inspired come from? From the word in spirit. What does it mean? I'm integrated. As a matter of fact, when I'm inspired, when I do the real thing why I exist, in this case it is really to lecture, to write books, to help organizations, I lose sight of time and place. It's like a sexual orgasm. When you have an orgasm, you forget where you are, who you are. You have, for, for some seconds, you disappear in space, in a sense. But it does not have to be only sexual. When you are inspired, when you are passionate about what you do, when you are integrated with what you do, you lose sense of time and space. You are one. And what does it do? It gives you energy. When you do that which is the purpose, that is the purpose of your existence, that God designed you to do, (laughs) or if not God designed it, then your genes did it, whoever. You are one. You are integrated. You are dedicated. You are passionate. And what is a common denominator there? To the pen, to the pencil, to you, to the chair, to the table, to the, to, the, to the light. There is a common denominator. What it is and how to make it the reason of your success, we'll cover next week. Thank you very much and I hope to hear from you.
0: Thank you again for joining us this week for Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. Please tune in again next Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, enjoy your weekend and a successful week.